So Hannah, welcome um, to the living room. It's so brilliant to, uh, to have you with us. Uh, we'll be going live on a Sunday morning, so it's weird that we're both sat in the darkness. Uh, <laughs> and everyone knows that we don't do things live. Um, so that's cool. Um, we really wanted to talk to you off the back of um, your blog that you did uh, last week. Um, it was really um, inspiring. We talked a bit about it in, in our kind of Sunday um, like online get together last week. And I shared it um, with, with people kind of within the living room, people who follow what we're doing. Um, and I really hope that that's been a, a kind of real source of inspiration and real challenge for them as well. But we thought we'd pick your brains um, just to get a bit of your perspective, really, um, seeing as I know you and uh, we can get direct access to the author. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of kind of background as to, I suppose, you and how you got to uh, writing that blog and I suppose what made you want to say those things really? Yeah. So uh, firstly, thank you for having me. Um, it's great to be with you and share with you. I'd love to meet you all at some point, but for now you'll just have to look at me. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm Hannah. Um, and I have been at, uh, involved in church since I was seven days old. Um, so I've grew up kind of in a quite a small church in Southampton and then moved up to Manchester. And I've um, been to a number of different churches and been involved in lots of churches, um, both just sort of attending and being a member and part of the congregation and I've also been involved in church leadership as well um, sort of heading up pastoral care for the church that I'm in now and and so I think I've I've seen many different expressions of church um, many um, many 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 wonderful things and so I think that's why I grapple so much with with the painful stuff because I think it is it's difficult looking at that when you know how much good there is within the church and and how much god loves the church and and how much hope there is and how much kindness there is and so to come in and and write some really quite <laughs> mean things about the church um is is not something that i took lightly it isn't something that i just sort of you know on a whim just jotted it all down and i think it's it, i think the blog was part of a journey that i've been going on I guess really my whole life of, of saying okay so much of the what the church does who the church is um, is absolutely brilliant and absolutely wonderful but but also balancing that with the knowledge that it has been a source of pain for people and a source of of heartbreak and and a, and a, a place that holds um, really bad memories for for a lot of people so I think during lockdown, um, being able to step out of um, the sort of normal church attendance and I've struggled to get online. I've got two young children and my husband uh, works every Sunday morning. So, so I haven't been able to engage in, in church um, like I normally would have done. And I think actually sometimes it's, you know, taking that time out and and taking some time for reflection and 
um, just just pausing something allows you a little bit of breathing space to to have a think of okay what what is this that I'm attending every Sunday and have done for my whole life what is this um, that that I'm a part of and do I still want to be a part of that and I think what I what I felt was the answer is absolutely yes I want to be a part of the church I don't there's no part of me that wants to reject Jesus that wants to leave my faith but but I want to be a part of something that that I think reflects Christ better than I've seen it do. And I think although there is a, a just a million brilliant things about the church, I have seen people walk through such deep pain that I I just felt like this needs addressing. And I think I think part of that was was linked with um, Donald Trump, <laughs> bless him. And I think it's looking at at power and I and that those power imbalances and then a good friend of mine I quoted in the blog had had posted an article about religious trauma um, and reading that was just a real eye-opener of, of actually there's a lot of people investing a lot of money into counseling for the trauma that they've experienced within the church and and how can that that be right and and so I think so I think my own personal experiences, because there has been some really painful times um, that I've gone through, as well as the experiences of friends and of people I know. And then more widely, the, um, the publication of the report into child sex allegations. Um, and then, you know, even, even wider than that, the, the sort of corruption within, within churches all over the world that, um, that I have insight into through various means. Um, and then just looking at the kind of political landscape go globally as well, and the importance of good leadership, especially in something like a pandemic and Donald Trump and, and his response um, to the election. And I just thought that, you know, that this on every level, there, there are um, power imbalances. And I do see that within the church as well. And, and I feel passionately that that needs to be addressed for the benefit of the church. And so while I don't want to decry the church, I don't want to bring it down. What I want is a better version of what the Bible talks about as the bride of Christ. I think, you know, if, if we are supposed to mimic Jesus, if we're supposed to be like him and that love is the greatest commandment, how, how have we got it so horribly wrong a lot of the time? And and what hope is there in that? Because there has to be hope in that. Because if there isn't hope in that, I, it's not something I want to be a part of. But mm -hmm. I do want to be a part of it. And I, and I do see hope. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I think having, having read it a few times myself, I found it, it really resonated. So much of it resonated with me and, and really made me think. And it's very much kind of my journey as well. And what I feel passionate about is, is almost reclaiming that word, uh, a church, to be something that that doesn't represent things like fear or judgment or rejection um, that actually is a place of hope uh, and is a place where people can find purpose um, talk to us a little bit about um, some of the response I know you, you can't really kind of break any confidences but and um, talk to us about the response that you've received because when you throw something out on social media yeah. the amazing thing is it can go to all sorts of random people who would never engage in a conversation about this kind of stuff might not ever like or comment on something publicly but i know you got a load of messages from people talk a little bit about the response that you've had 
Um, I think I think this, the response has been incredible. Um, I am a uh, I am not a huge blogger. I've I've written a few blogs over the years. I'm not consistent. I'm not paid by anyone. Um, I don't have you know my the people that read my blog are are people on social media and and anyone who my direct contacts share it with. So, you know, I'm not some major influencer. I'm not some major blogger. And I put lots of I've put over the years, I've put several things out and some, you know, you kind of watch your WordPress stats and, um, and although everybody likes to say, Oh no, I don't, I don't watch them at all. Um, everybody's sort of, you know, double clicking on, on it all the time. Who's been reading it? Is it, you know, cause you want, you want people to engage with what, what you've written. Um, and I, and I do think there has been an incredible response and, and some of it has been, you know, this is how I feel. You've articulated how I feel. You've articul articulated what I've seen. And I think um, I haven't really had, I've, I've had one slightly negative experience, but just to really as a conversation starter. But apart from that, there's just been an overwhelming amount of agreement of yes, this, this is our experience. This is our hope. This is this is the dream that we share, and I think um, you know we're going to talk a, a bit in a, in a minute. But there, there's an analogy of of a party and G Jesus being the host of the party, and I think um, loads of people have really, really recognised that and said, "Yeah, this is what we want. We want we want this. We want church to be Jesus's event, Jesus's party, where Jesus is is the only." power where jesus jesus is in charge um and and that's been you know re really encouraging for me that i think you know there is a united front of people who want to see god's church become more beautiful than it is and who also recognize that there's a lot of beauty in it and there's been, there has been some heartbreaking messages so um a friend of mine I'll just read you um I've just got a message um she has hasn't been to church for many 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 years she um she went as a child um and she messaged me saying I've just wept reading your blog when I was younger I was asked to leave my church following a horrendous event one weekend we were all asked to attend on a Saturday evening with no explanation a dear, dear friend of mine was called with his girlfriend and one of the church elders stood between them and announced that in a moment of weakness, they had gotten pregnant, they weren't married. And we had been called to hear their explanation and to ask for our forgiveness. I was gobsmacked. I remember sitting there thinking, what on earth is this? As I watched person after person go forward and accept their apology and say they were forgiven, I cried and cried. I was 18, I stood up and as I approached them, I said, congratulations, you'll both make wonderful parents. And I hugged them both. And she was ushered out of the church after that. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, if, <laughs> it's, it's a biblical tale. If Jesus was there. Yeah he would be doing the actions of my friend he yeah. would be going up and hugging them and saying you'll make wonderful parents mm -hmm. and i just i just thought you know this this is this is what would jesus do and i think that is a to coin a very very old phrase if you've not been in the church long there was a time maybe 20 years ago where everybody had rubber bracelets that said mm -hmm. wwjd on what would jesus do yeah. And everyone enthusiastically wore them in the summer and then was too embarrassed to wear them when they went back to school. But um, 
but and but i do think that is such a critical phrase what would jesus do what does jesus's church look like how does jesus respond so the church is complex and it's difficult and there are tensions and we're human and there are struggles to overcome but but i do really believe that that it's it's his church and and we are mere facilitators for the host who is jesus and and so i think that the overwhelming response was that you know people were in agreement what now what next um and and i don't i don't for one minute believe that one blog is gonna change the culture of church (laughs) but but i think i think there is a kind of rising up of of an army of people who want to see love reign and who want to see the church become more like that which god intends yeah and i think it's interesting with with kind of coming out of um hopefully coming out of lockdown at some point in the next year um people people choosing about what they're going to do and how they're going to spend their time i think people will be more selective uh about what they commit to uh, and how much time and energy and and effort finance they commit to different things so maybe it is kind of we're primed for an interesting time ahead yeah um, talk to us a little bit about you mentioned before about the party and talk to us a bit about what I loved about this is it, it feels like it's a hopeful message for the future for church that that yeah we we can see in a way the sad thing about the response you've had is the number of people who've either been hurt or harmed yeah. or damaged um and that kind of um that kind of trail of devastation that's left behind is is all too clear to see when you get those kind of responses but but there is hope for it talk to us about about the party well i think um i think it go it goes back to power and and i think for 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 many churches there's been um there's there's been less of a a family approach and more of a corporate approach and i think you know if if there is an issue in our household um in our house we we live with my husband's dad and our two children and so there's five of us and you know and sometimes it tensions rise because we're human and we're family and we would you know we live and die for each other but but you you have struggles to overcome and as a family what you don't do is say it's too much you need to go and I, I know that happens but but really as a family the the best thing that can happen is that conflict and that difficult situations are resolved within the family and and sometimes that requires outside help and that sometimes that requires you know investment from other people and and support but but ultimately you know if we if we have a you know we had a situation arise a while ago and we sat down as a family um and involved our kids and then sent them off to do something else and then and then we as the adults sat down and talked about it and i think i think it is that it is that it's it's family and and i think the 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 party and the family go hand in hand because when you're partying when you're partying it's a it's a it's a kind of relational event isn't it it's you know it's something that isn't isn't corporate but it's relational and and so with jesus he's the one who invites us to his party he's the one that hosts it and i think sometimes in church what's happened is that so much pressure has been placed on leaders and 
so much pressure has been has been either taken by people or or given or a bit of both to say you have to have everything right you have to make the tough decisions you have to decide everything and that's that's a huge amount of pressure and actually it's it's become just like a a really intense structured you know ordered thing where this has to happen and this has to happen and the pressure on people to make all the decisions is immense whereas if you have a party firstly it's more light-hearted and there's freedom in that and you you know you're you're there to have a wonderful time you don't you know you you go to work and you expect it to be hard and and pressurized but you go to a party and even if you're hosting the party even if you're running the party you expect to have a wonderful time and and the intention is celebration and you know let's have fun let's let's dance let's sing let's get everybody involved um and i think i think it's it's to take the uh, what i what i want to see is less pressure on people to have to perform and less pressure on people to have to get it all right and less less pressure on people and, and it's jesus who who holds holds the responsibility it's jesus who holds the power it's jesus whose job is to condemn and to correct and and he invites us into that he invites us to walk with him in in the running of his household in the running of his party but but ultimately he is in charge and if his greatest commandment is love then that is our that is our baseline foundational you know everything we do comes from that place um and so, so yeah, it's just, I guess it's just, just making sure that we don't take power away from Jesus and we don't, we don't mute the family by saying the leaders have to have, have it all right. The leaders have to have, make all the decisions. We say we're a family. Let's all get involved. Let's all have the conversations. And, you know, I know, I know the reality of that. I'm not, you know, I'm, I know that that's a really, really tricky thing to walk. It's a really, really hard thing to do, but I just, think you know at the very baseline we say right it does this resemble jesus does it look like his party if not then what's happened yeah. let's address it yeah that's brilliant well thank you so much for uh, giving us some of your time um it's, it's so much better than than kind of me trying to regurgitate what you said um and it's just really good to hear um kind of hear your passion and your kind of uh, your drive to to I suppose want to see things change and 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 that important thing of not settling for something that that has kind of worked away for worked a certain way for a certain amount of time and and just expecting that that's okay for the future that the sense that that yeah let's keep uh, like assessing things let's keep reviewing things and let's let's kind of ask those difficult questions and 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 push when when we're seeing things that don't seem right and uh well done for being brave and i'm sure there'll be so many people who will have read your blog who feel really heartened um by the fact that someone else who still believes in god and still loves jesus gets where they're coming from and i think in those moments where it feels like it's difficult and you, your head's above the parapet and you, you're potentially being shot down. Um, it's important to remember all of those people. So thank you for being brave and, uh, and uh, yeah, really proud of uh, what you've done. Thank you.